Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and today we are going to be talking about creating passive incomes with prints. And if you've ever thought about selling prints, now is the time to start getting your system set up and ready for the holiday wave of orders. Today, I'm going to be sharing my past experiences with selling and promoting and creating prints and just my strategy overall nowadays to help you figure out if this could be a profitable option for your art business. In the beginning, I tried everything to make money with art. And nowadays, I'm more focused on where I found the big money to be, which is murals, but every year around the holidays, I go back to prints and I promote my print sales as a purchase option on my website because I know that October through December has always been the best time to sell them personally for me. And I get a couple of print sales every once in a while. And when I say a couple, I mean like one to three per month the rest of the year when I'm not promoting them. And I think that's a good expectation to have if you don't have a proper promotion tactic behind the scenes. And I'm going to be sharing my promotion tactic for the holidays in order to up those sales. So let's go through... A few of the most common questions I get when it comes to this subject, one being, where do I get prints made? Number two is to order in bulk or on demand. And then third is how to sell. So first off, where do I get prints made? Let me back up and tell you a story. In 2019, I believe, it was pretty early. I think it was 2018. Anyway, it was A few years ago, I had been sitting on this whole print idea for a long time, like over a year. So, which is why I'm like, I know I've been thinking about prints since like 2016. So, when I actually started is a little bit fuzzy, but let's call it 2018. And a customer asked to buy one of my prints. I wasn't promoting it, I didn't say I offered it. I had just put up a lot of original artwork on my website and hoping it would sell, right? Like like we all do in the beginning. You're like, here's my art if you want to buy it. Thanks. Okay. It just shocked me so much because one of the, the one that a customer was asking to buy was this picture of this painting of this space scene that I had done in college <laughs> that I put up on my website just to show, you know, the variety of things that I could do. I was just trying to get stuff off up on my website. Like I'm an artist, take me seriously. Here's stuff that I painted in the past. And I was like, really, really? This space one? It was just like this abstract space thing. And this guy wanted to buy it. I was like, okay, this is my sign. I've been thinking about doing prints forever. Now I'm forced to figure it out. This guy is wanting to buy it. Let me figure it out. So I went online and I found some online place to make a print and I shipped it to myself and I had him make the order. I don't know. So I shipped it to him and it was just a one-off thing. And I was like, okay, that was hard. <laughs> like That was just, it didn't go really smoothly and it was just a long process. How do I make this better? How do I make it to where maybe people can just order and then I just send it to them without feeling frantic and without figuring all the stuff out? I wasn't completely satisfied with the place I had ordered from. So 
I knew that I was going to have to do some digging. Well, fast forward to 2000, late 2018, I believe it was, we were at a party. I think it was a, like a Friendsgiving type party. And this guy I'd never met came and I was like, what do you do? He's like, well, I'm trying to get into my own print business and do prints made locally. And he had a printer and he was wanting to, you know, do the canvas frames on them. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is another sign <laughs> that I should be doing prints. And now I have this guy who has a all figured out right in front of me. This is amazing. So I asked him what his prices were. To me, they seemed great because I had just looked online everywhere and saw that canvas prints to get those printed from a high-end printmaker is quite a bit. <laughs> it was like $300 to get a print made for a big stretched canvas, something like, you know, in the 30 by 40s, something I was like, oh my gosh, that's what I'm selling my originals for. Like what? And so this guy was making them for like 150. It's like, oh my God, I'm getting such a great deal. So I went through him for a bit. We did some test prints. I promoted it a bit, got some orders, and I just had some complications <laughs> with him being like his product was good. He had a lot of confidence. He knew a lot of things, but he did not have experience. And that's not something that I knew to look for. I was just like, oh, this guy is confident. He knows way more than I do. I'm going to be ordering from him. Like, for instance, one thing that went wrong is I had a full print order ready. I gave it to him. A couple weeks later, picked it up, and I, they were all done. And I get there, and I'm like, the white just doesn't look very white because I had a bunch of prints that had all white background, with, had like a drawing style on it. And it was like tinted pink in a way. And the only way you could really see it is if you had an artistic eye, right? Like we do. And you held, I held a piece of white paper up next to it. And you could plainly see that his prints, the white that was supposed to be white was actually tinted slightly pink. And you'd think with me, that would be fine, but it just wasn't. But I ended up taking them because they were all completely done with varnish and everything or whatever he put it on it. They had backing, they were ready to hang. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and come to find out, he just didn't really know what he was doing when it came to the printing part of it. He was good at framing, but maybe not the printing part. And there was just a couple other weird things that happened like that where it did, they just didn't look as good. And it, so it would back up my process. Anyway, so he decided to go work for a printing company, a local printing company here. I was like, great, I will go to them. They probably know a lot more. They have a lot more things. And he he recommended them too. He's like, just let's go through these people. I was like, okay. And so I did that. They did not have an artistic eye. I don't know if these people, this local company that I'm not going to mention who it is, they just which I was so surprised because they had a full setup. It looked very good. Like I remember receiving one and I went to go pick it up and I'm like, no, <laughs> this is not what it looks like. So I pulled up what it was supposed to look like and she's like, oh, okay. Like I had to show, anyway, it was not good. Okay, third time around, found this local printing shop, Springfield Blueprint, Todd, and he had the eye. He knew what a good print was and wasn't. And he took the time and the care to make sure that my prints came out perfect. Great. I thought I hit it the jackpot because I had been such a roller coaster. So I started sending people to him and he's great. Don't get me wrong. But with people being so good and being in high demand, he now is in extremely high demand. And it's takes a long time for me to get a print from him. He had COVID a while ago and the brain fog and he has a lot of health problems now. And so super sad. 
but it's a complicated process to get a print from it. It's just not as smooth as it used to be. So I do recommend him. However, if you need something in a bind, like you need it quickly, <laughs> then I do not. But if you can wait like a month to get your stuff back, he his products are great. But I have sent people to him and he's does not return their messages if he's too busy. So it's just just another part of the roller coaster of, okay, I found one guy, but when that one guy is sick, what do I do? Fast forward to now. I now use Todd sometimes still. I haven't given up on him completely. So, and I, you know, I don't suggest that you do if you're using him. Just keep with him if you find something that works. But nowadays I have stumbled upon lumaprints.com. So lumaprints.com. I'll have a little link here, although I don't have any kind of like offer for you or discount code. I don't know that there's a super big company. I've tried reaching out, trying to get some kind of promo code or whatnot, but I get zero incentive for sending you to them. So this is just pure what I found. And I've been using them for a couple months now. So it hasn't been very long, but so far so great. And what I love about lumaprints.com is it has a Shopify connection and it can also have an Etsy connection, I believe. And you can also connect it via your ship station if you use that. If not, if you don't have any kind of connector in those ways, no big deal. You can just go on their website and it's very easy with no initial setup. I just go on there. When I get a print order, I go on Lumaprints. I can, it's connected through Shopify. So all the image, all of the information is connected. And so I don't have to re-enter it, which is nice. And I just go through the process of uploading my photo, choosing exactly what I want, paying for it, and then they drop ship it for me. And I upload a print that already has my digital signature on it and they just get it all figured out for me. It's been great (laughs) and I don't have to ship it. I loathe shipping things. (laughs) At first it was fun. At first the bubble wrap was cute. At first, you know, shipping the boxes and taking it to the post office was a joy. People want to, you know, people want to buy my stuff and I'm shipping this to Texas and California and Canada and (laughs) and then it's just annoying after a while. I'm like, I gotta go to the post office again. I want to just paint. So that's why I found drop shipping to be the best option for me right now. But maybe you're not like me. Maybe you're like, I would love to get an order on my website and go to the post office and ship it off. That would give me great gratitude right now. So maybe you're in that. Then try your local printer. There's something really beneficial about printing locally. You know, you can see your stuff there. You can get a relationship with them that you can really fine tune the art. But so far, so good with Luma Prints and Dropshipping is just amazing. So that's my advice so far. So the second biggest question or most common question I get is to, do you order in bulk or on demand? And as I've told you, I order on demand. I've went through this struggle before And let me just explain the process of like how my mind has made up to go through not doing bulk and just doing print on demand. So the only time I will order in bulk is through Todd down at Springfield Blueprints. I still order in through him, okay, for this. I get my mini prints 
done through him. So my tier one of my three tier pricing system is my mini prints where I, you can sign up for $7 a month and I send you a six by nine inch print every single month to your address. And there's a little print of some kind of canvas project that I worked on. Plus there's a fun little note on the back. Anyway, it's a subscription thing. So I have certain number of people. I'm actually not even sure how many people have on there right now or else I just tell you. But every month I have a little bit less than 100 people signed up on this. And so I know that these people are wanting prints from me repeatedly. And so I make a bulk order with Todd. I get 1,000 prints made, 100 of each print. So 10 different prints. Say I have a giraffe and an elephant and a zebra, all these different prints. I get 100 of each making up to 1,000 of them, six by nine, and that gives me the bulk pricing of 35 cents each. It started out like 28 cents back in the day, maybe 25 cents back in the day, and now it's slowly gone up due to demand and just our economy. And so now they're 35 cents each, but it's still a pretty good deal. I mean, a print for 35 cents. <laughs> pretty good. And I have a few extra, but that's okay. And I do bulk once a year. I get a thousand made and that works like that. And I know people are going to order for them because they're on a subscription already. And that's the key is knowing people will order. If you're in the very beginning of your art journey, you do not know what people are going to order unless you've had them pre-order first. That's the only way. Likes and comments do not count towards orders. Or maybe you've had someone message you and be like, oh, that would make a good print or whatever. And they just haven't put their money down until someone gives you their credit card. Do not think that that is an order. Somebody commenting, oh, this is the best one you've done. They are not going to order a print unless they give you your credit card, their credit card. And back and forth with this, because it would be so much easier if, you know, I just had a certain number of prints made and which is tempting, right? Like you've the thought when creating prints is like, okay, I'm going to make 50 of these prints and then I'll have 50 available for people to buy. What if no one buys that? How, like, how do, how do you know? So it's just, it's in the knowing. And one example, so my art muse, Daniel Merriam, he's a, he's like my idol right now when it comes to content for art or the subject. He does a very, I mentioned it before, but he does a very like, enchanted type paintings. Daniel Merriam, look him up. He's great. Anyway, I went to go to his website. I was just snooping around, seeing what they, what he offers. I do that this to many artists, by the way. Artists that I interview here on the podcast, all of them. I'm like, okay, do you offer prints? How much do you charge for them? What are the sizing? I, I just like to know the back end. And he offers one size because he's way too cool for school and can do that. So he has one size, which is about like a 24 by 36 size. So like a medium to large print. And it's only available in archival paper. So it's not framed and it's limited to like 150 and he charges over $2,000 for one, which is just big time right? Like, I don't do that. <laughs> That's I am not at that level yet. Do not get me wrong. <laughs> but he can do that. And what's likely happening is he has ordered 150 or 100 or some number. So he gets that discount, which is a benefit to ordering in bulk, right? Which is why a lot of artists 
will do that that I see. You know, you're like, oh, but I can get this for less. So I might as well just order. And then you're stuck with a bunch, right? Anyway, he has them ready to go because he has been creating art for long enough to know what people are going to purchase. Also, he, Daniel Merriam, has fine-tuned his artistic skills so much that just about every piece that he puts out is amazing. So I'm going to bet, and I haven't interviewed him yet, but I'm going to bet since he's been doing this for over 20 years, like literally creating art every day or consistently for 20 years, he knows what people are going to buy, what's good art, what's great art, what's going to create orders. You just, you have a really good idea. He's fine-tuned his skills so much that he just, he knows. And so he's able to order in bulk. And so me and you, let's be real with each other. Not every painting I create is going to be a hit. You know, not every painting you create, especially in the beginning, price to sell, right? Like in the beginning, you're just experimenting. You're finding out that thing, you know, the thing that makes canvas art amazing. And I think I have a really good idea of what it is with my style and what people are going to buy. And I'm getting closer all the time. But again, I do murals majority of the year, so my fine-tuning just isn't there due to lack of time and lack of interest at the moment. So I'm not creating canvases every single day like Daniel Merriam and any of the other big hitters currently to know what's going to go and what I'm going to put out there people are going to order. However, I'm currently eight months pregnant, <laughs> and the thought of creating art in my studio all day you know, not leaving the house, aka not leaving my baby with someone else, it's looking better and better every day. And I might change up my strategy next year. Maybe. I say that. I've said that many times. But canvas might be more of a focus. Or maybe not. I don't know. Murals are what's working right now. But that's another subject. But I share this because I want you to question for yourself. If you're willing to put in the time to really put effort into this painting on canvas thing in order to create prints. Like, do you actually want to stay in your studio all day? Because I asked myself that. And there's just some energy that I get from getting outside of the house. I'm more productive. There's so much just energy in doing murals because you're on, you're using your whole body and you're creating something bigger than yourself and there's typically like I'll have people around me you know sometimes it's in public and there's just so much to that that I don't necessarily get I'm not as entertained when I'm just working in my studio that might change because life is changing but you know if you're thinking you can just throw something on canvas make a print and sell it you're wrong it takes strategy, meaning figuring out what your customer wants to buy. And if a bit of your heart is poured into each canvas and you have emotion and effort and enjoyment and you're loving what you're painting because people will see that and they will feed off of it and then they will buy it. But they're not just going to buy the thing that you experimented with and it looks kind of good, but it's maybe not the best thing that you've ever painted, but you're thinking about making it in a prince. No, like with everything comes efforts to receive the reward. I think you want to be a muralist. There's a lot of work behind that. You know, you want to sell NFTs. There's work behind that. It looks easy, right? But it's not. Well, I want to sell canvas originals and multiple prints to receive passive income. There's work behind that. You know, if you're ready to put your efforts, you know, to get your skills at a high level, you don't need to be the best, but you do need to be better than good 
I don't know that I've ever said that before, like just out loud, but that's what I think. You know, good doesn't sell a lot of art. It sells art every once in a while, you know, and enough for a pretty profitable side hustle. Like you can be a good artist and if you're putting in a fair amount of time and, you know, not not taking the time to be great, it can work. But a great artist sells multiples. And that's what we're wanting, right? To create something that multiple people want to buy. Prints are not just a one-off. It's something that more than one person, 10 people, 100 people, say to themselves, I like that so much, I want to display it in my home or work or kids' room or office or whatever. Part of finding that thing that multiple people want to buy is through practice and experimenting, asking your audience. You know, this is why we do the Series 6 Challenge every year before the holidays. The Series 6 Challenge is coming to an end right now. So if you have completed it, shout out to you and post it in our Arts Academy Facebook group. I would love to see what you created over the past couple months. But our Series 6 Challenge is you basically put in effort to refine your skill and create a series of six paintings, at least, right before the holiday season. And these six paintings are among your best work. Some are better than others, but it's all about that experimenting in order to get at least six of your banging paintings up in order to sell during the fourth quarter. Which leads me into the last question that I get asked after people ask, do you buy in bulk or do you do print on demand or where where do you get your prints made? All the things. The number one thing is, how do you sell prints? That is the magical question. <laughs> you know, in short, the best way I found is through this method that I'm going to share with you. And this is assuming that you've already fine-tuned your process and have created something worth duplicating. So oftentimes that comes with a series and all of the things. So say you've already done that work and you're like, okay, I have some prints that I'm pretty proud of and I'm getting, getting a lot of comments on them. People are asking me questions like, I really think I could sell these. It starts with that. And my process is, first off, after you've done all that work, to create a listing on your website and a process that is easy to purchase. So set yourself up for success through accessibility. So have options that are clear, minimal. Don't give someone 100 choices. Don't say you can have this printed on metal and stretched on canvas, or it could just be loose canvas, or it could just be an archival print, or it could just be a matte print, or it could be glossy, or don't do that to your customer. They don't know. Decide for them. Decide how you want to represent yourself. Look at all of these options. You You could be different and be making digital copies. You could be doing metal prints. I hear those are doing well, but I've never personally tried it. Um, You could make yourself different or you could just be really basic like I do and just say you can get it framed or you can have archival paper. That's it. So it can come ready to hang or you can frame it yourself. I also have three sizes, small, medium, and large. Uh, Daniel Merriam has one size. So I don't recommend going over three sizes People don't need it. I'd say even if you have two sizes, that's fine. One size, doesn't matter. Like, Just, I mean, get minimal. Keep it simple. Also have an easy transaction process with PayPal or Apple Pay or whatever you use. Personally, I 
hate entering my credit card info when I go to buy something online. If I see a sweater I like, I just want to be able to push a button and have it ordered because Amazon has us all spoiled. Amazon is ruining it for all of us. So in order to really get that customer and not have them stop with the item in their cart checkout and not purchase and just staring at it because they get distracted during the ordering process. They don't go back to it because that happens. I have specific emails on my website that remind people, hey, you left this in your cart. Did you mean to purchase this? Here's, here's, here's another reminder. Maybe purchase. And they do because people get distracted. So you want to have it very, very easy for someone to go to your website, decide what they want, purchase it easily. And personally, I will go for PayPal second and Apple Pay first. That's what I like. It's quick. It's easy. I don't have to enter my credit card. Those two platforms have my credit card and address and everything already displayed. And if I can just click the side of my phone and order something, even better. So that's what I have set up on my website because that's what I want for my customers. So figure out how you like to order things and set that up via your website for your customers. Now, secondly, figure out who is interested because not everybody that's liking your photos and commenting is interested. We need to figure out a list of people to bug over and over again in the nicest non-salesy way and say, I know you're interested in this. Do you want to buy it? Do you want to buy it now? Here, I have this going on. Do you want to buy it now? Look what else I have. Like, we need to figure out who that is and create a list. So you could set up a print wait list, you know, where people have to manually enter their email and this could help if you are not sure which prints to make available or you haven't really fine-tuned it yet, but you think maybe a couple of your prints might do well, set it up to where you have a wait list and say, if you would like to order this print, enter your email, here you go. What I have done in the past is I have created a poll on my Instagram story and said, if you think I should offer this product, click yes or no, whatever. And the people who click no, I'm like rude. But like, why would you just don't even look at it? Just go past it. Like the majority of people do. Why click? No, I don't, I don't need to see that. It's maybe a form of rejection that I don't particularly like. But anyway, why would you click no on a poll? Anyway, but it's the people who click yes. What I have done in the past is I have went to, I've screenshot everybody who has clicked yes. And then when I have it available, I will take that screenshot, go to each of their particular Instagram profiles and a message say, hey, I saw you clicked yes on this poll of creating this product. If you're still interested in liking it, here's the link for it. And I'm going to say about 5% of people who click yes on my poll actually buy, which is good if you have high numbers, right? And <laughs> if you like the majority of people, like maybe like five people have said yes, and then maybe one of those will buy. Having people give their opinion about what you should offer is not a set in stone way to decide what people are actually going to do, even though you'd think that people would, if you click yes, then why would you not want it? I, I don't know. Anyway, my favorite is to do a print giveaway in exchange for your customer's information. So instead of just clicking yes on a poll, make them do something, make them enter their email, you know, compile a list of everybody who is raising their hands and saying, yes, I will give you something in exchange for a chance to win your product. So a print giveaway, you can do they can choose their own print. If you have one laying around, that's what I'm going to do this year. I have a couple prints just laying around. I'm going to be like, if you would like to win this print, 
enter your email, share your content, tag friends, do the thing. We've all seen that, right? We've all seen people do it. And you can just go and look at the way I'm doing it to see how I suggest to do it. But one tip, like, I mean, okay, there's a lot of back into this. It's not just this, like there's emails and wording and don't just have them give them their email, like have them share it in some way. Like, and also the content that you put out there, there's a lot more than you think in strategizing. Like I, I pick my best of my best photos, or I will make a special video that I know is going to go viral. You know, one that, and we have a bunch of mural or viral video training inside the academy if you need help with that. But one tip, I and I have to just shout this, like I see this happening way too much because people listen to me sometimes, <laughs> every once in a while, and they do this and then they will put up a post without pictures that just says, print giveaway, read the description, or print giveaway, and it's just letters. And that's it. <laughs> and it drives me nuts because nobody wants to look or no, nobody wants to read something that doesn't have a pretty picture on attached to it. You know, like we, we're in a very visual industry. We are so lucky when it comes to social media that we have all of this beautiful content of things that we are making with our hands to share. Like it should be a no brainer, but I don't know why all the time I see people posting with just words saying, hey, I'm offering murals now. If anybody wants one, let me know. No photos. Like, what? What What kind of mural? What, what are you talking about? Or some people will be like, I'm doing a print giveaway. Enter your email here. What kind of print? Like, what, where? <laughs> I just... <laughs> Photos, your best photos or really videos. Videos are the thing right now. I'm going to be doing it in the form of reels because that's what's working on Instagram for me right now. And everybody, very short reels saying this is the print giveaway that I'm doing. So put your best foot forward. Make this the best post that you've made in months to do your print giveaway. And not just that, if you think you're getting away with just doing one post, you're crazy. (laughs) It's not just one. It is multiple times I am posting throughout the week, reminding people to enter my giveaway, enter my giveaway, enter my giveaway all the time because people, I'm going to shout it out 30 times and people might see it like three times and people might actually do it on the third time. I don't know, but if I'm giving away something, if I'm spending my own money to ship something to somebody and make, get something made, you better believe I'm putting it out there multiple times, like being annoying with it. And just hint, we're, we're not actually annoying. People don't actually care. House people don't even read the stuff that I put out. They just look at the pretty pictures. And so I have to capture their attention, get them to do the thing I want them to do, share it, enter their email, and then that will give me my list of everybody who is interested by doing it over and over and over. Also, step three, one word, upsell. It's not two words, it's one I already checked before I put on here, upsell. (laughs) That is step three on here. Have a tier one product ready to sell alongside doing this print giveaway. So you're giving away something, but you're saying, hey, you could win this big print of mine, blah, 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 here you go, I'll let you know. And there's a whole backend list of emails But there's also a, hey, did you know I have $7 prints available? And if you would like to sign up, it's only $7. Like this is, this is it. And you get it instantly. Things like that. Or if you have stickers or whatever, use something, upsell them to something that costs less than what they are 
hoping to win because then it just seems like less. I don't know how the brain works like that, but it's so much easier to get your current customer interested in buying two things than it is to find a brand new customer. So take these customers, this list that you're building and upsell them before they've even bought anything. Just give them something to buy. Tell, hey, I have this offer. Hey, did you know that I have a sale coming up? Let them know all of your things. And in the back end of it, I have emails and I have everything already lined out for me from the past years that I'm going to take and tweak for this year. That way I'm not starting completely brand new because it's just a lot of work to create a bunch of emails and a bunch of posts and all the things brand new. However, I offer this to my Artist Academy advanced students during our fourth quarter success plan. I have written for you ways to do your giveaway, written for you ways to upsell, written for you ways to deliver your information and tell people who you are and like let them know what else you have in a non-salesy way. But it's just easier having a template. And there has been times in the past where people have taken my exact templates and just change the product name and change their name and they put it out because they're like, I don't have time for this. I have kids. I'm going to see if this works and go. And they've made sales. <laughs> and sometimes people will be like, well, I'm going to, you know, put it in my own words or whatever, whatever you want to do. I make it easy for you because I've made it easier on myself. I've already done this whole big process uh, that I'm explaining to you by doing the giveaway and selling prints and doing the things in the past. That way I can just drag and drop and plug this year when I am way busier because I am nesting at the moment <laughs> and pregnancy hormones are real and I am just not that interested in doing a brand, you know, thinking up all the new fun things for a brand new print giveaway. I'm just plugging in doing what, what I know works through what I've tested from the last four years and updating it a little bit, but like not really. And so if you want that, join our fourth quarter success plan, you get all that. Anyway, step four, after you upsell is number four is now we're going to sell to them. Now we're going to actually sell to them. Okay. A little bitty upsell being like, Hey, here's a little $7 print. Hope you buy that. Like that's not the sale. Okay. That's just like a little bit. Number four, you have to give them an incentive to buy. And this could come in the form of a discount, holiday sale, birthday celebration, new product launch, whatever. It just needs to be something that's like, if you buy right now before this certain date, like say you're doing a weekend sale or a one week sale, you need to buy before then. You need to buy before this date because everybody else who is going to postpone and wait and buy later during the actual Christmas time, when everybody's buying last minute gifts, they're going to be paying full price. But your incentive to buy right now is this, whether it's, you know, usually people will buy because of a price incentive. So certain amount off. I'm about to do my yearly birthday sale. It'll be 33% off this year, which is the numbers getting kind of crazy going up there. But that is my incentive for them. And yeah, there's just so much back into it. Again, I'm just, I send out an email letting them know it's coming. I send an email when it's here. I send an email letting them know it's going on. You know, I send an email letting them know it's about to end. I send an email letting them know that this is the very last chance you have to buy. And if you don't buy right now, it's going to go up. And then I send an upsell email after that. <laughs> it's a lot. And, and also step five, share your progress. Every time someone buys something, shout it out and let everyone else know that other people are buying, which gives you social proof. So write a sold post. Show me that people are buying because 
all the time. This happens to me too. Like whenever I have Artist Academy students and they have art that's a little bit different, I'm like, oh, I wonder if people are going to buy that. that, that that's kind of cool. But like, where would someone put that? Like that, That's exactly what I think. And then as soon as I see someone saying, this one is sold, this one's sold, I'm like, oh, look at them go. Maybe they've stumbled upon something. Maybe I should do that. Like, it's just, you go from doubt to encouragement and validation. And that's what that gives when you're saying, you know, when you're showing people that people are buying. So anytime I'm going through this whole process, I will put up a post or a story, preferably a post because not everybody watches your stories, but put up something that's saying people are buying, you better buy too, because you're going to miss out on this incentive that we're giving, you know, after we've upsold them because we've created a list and we've figured out who's interested and yeah, so that, that's, that's the whole plan. So, <laughs> okay, I've given you a lot of information, right? And I know what's going to happen. I know that the really, really ambitious ones listening to this, you're going to try it. You're going to be like, okay, I am amped for this. Let me get this figured out. Like, okay, and then you're going to go in the process of figuring it out and you're going to get stuck. And I know this because this is what happens to my students. It's happened to me in the back. It took me over a year to figure out my printing process because I just kept putting it off and putting it off. It took me over a year again to figure out my drop shipping process because you just get stuck. You just get stuck on certain things and you're like, okay, that's all the brain power I have today. I don't want to do it anymore, but I can help you. And so when, when you get stuck trying to narrow down your selection of like what sizes to offer, how to price them based on where you're, where you're ordering from, you know, setting up payment methods, all the backend stuff, you're figuring out who's interested. If you need help giving out a specific language to use in your email systems or ways to create more viral content that gets shared to people outside of your network while you're doing these print giveaways to gain new customers without ads. I have never used ads and I've done all of this and created thousands of dollars in just a day by selling this. The first year I think I've mentioned this or I'm, I'm going to mention this in the outro actually like but like every year I've made more and more and it's thousands of dollars in one day by just doing all of this back end work. I can help you with all of that. And if you want, you know, ways to present your upsell that's not salesy or how your incentive should be presented, how many times. In the academy, I open up my business backend and show you exactly how many times I'm posting where and on my story, you know, how the emails exactly when I send them because I've learned in the past that sending something an hour before or 10 minutes before or five hours before, it all makes a difference. And I know this because every time I send an email at certain times, I get orders within 10 minutes of sending that email. So I know it works and I will give you the stats and okay. Yeah, this, that's basically it. Okay. But I just wanted to really overemphasize, you know, results equal effort. And I hope this solidifies in your mind that when you see people being successful online, it's not because they're doing it without effort. It's the time to put in the back end and get set up and promote the right offer in the right way in order to make sales when you want to make sales. It is possible to set everything up and put everything out there and make a couple orders every once in a while. But if you want a big cash injection for this holiday season and you want it specifically on a certain time period, there's just so much marketing language and all the things in the back end that I love to do. 
And I know you maybe not so much, <laughs> but I figured it out. And now this year, I'm just going to plug and play. And then I'm going to do my sale and do the things. And then I'm going to have my baby. And then I'm going to have drop shipping scheduled. So I'm not even going to have to do hardly anything as this is just, it's such a good feeling having it figured out. And I can help you figure it out too. So I hope this helps you figure out what you, if you want to do prints or not, if you have any questions, let me know, reach out on Instagram. And if this podcast has been a wealth of information for you, like I hope it has, and I, or if it has helped motivate you, can you share it on Facebook or Instagram or tag me in your Instagram story? I would love to see that you're actually listening and taking in what I am saying. And if you do not plan, even if you don't plan to, you know, join anything of the academy this year or or fourth quarter success plan if you're like i'm gonna do this on my own if it inspired you it would really help me if you just spread the word so that way other people can be inspired too and we can reach more people and we can help more artists make money during the most profitable time of year and it's coming up quick so here we go okay hope you have a great rest of your week and i will see you next week